Welcome to Shelter Church. We are a Holy Spirit anchored, spirit filled, led, and directed. We believe that God has good plans for your life, your family, and together for us as a community. Be spirit filled, led, and directed. Okay, um, this is the way that the Lord has given us today. We're going to be understanding the glory of God. We, we started with open heaven and we went to iconic worship and we want to be separated. And last week we were talking about the devouring fire. Amen. Today we're going to be talking about God's glory. We're going to be talking about God's glory. If you can understand one thing, we are speaking about one thing because God wants you to really understand this message that he wants to, that he wants it to grow in you. So be mindful of what God is doing this season. Do not, do not be in a point whereby you miss what God is trying to do in this season. Because God is saying, hey, I really want to elevate you. But for me to elevate you, there are some things that need to be banned in your life. So you need to be ready to let go of your Lord. You need to be ready to be separated from Lord so that God can begin to bless you. Amen. So we're going to be beginning from the book of Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 1 to 3. Listen to that. When Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven, consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Do you hear that? And the glory of the Lord filled the, the temple. And the priest could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled it. The glory of the Lord did what? Fill it. When all the Israels saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their face to the ground. And they worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, He is good and His love endures forever. As we spoke about iconic worship, remember I talked about God repositioning our worship. I all together. So we get to understand that as we move as children of the Lord, as we move as the children of the Lord into deeper things, into deeper revelations, into deeper um, 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 journey of understanding who is in Christ, we get to also understand that God will now take us to a level whereby we cannot contain Him. That the only thing that we can do is just to worship Him. I hold to you. And when I, when I talk about worship, I'm not, only, I'm not talking only about the worship of the lips, but I'm talking about the worship of your materials. I'm talking about the worship of what, be, what, what belongs to you, whereby you use all the service, all the skills and the ability that God has given you to render him worship. When Solomon finished praying, the fire came down from the heaven and consumed the burnt offering. So Solomon gave an offering for the fire to come down. I hope you hear what I'm saying. When Solomon finished praying, the, first, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. And the sacrifice and the of the Lord filled the temple. So Solomon understood the importance of being able to attract God's heart. Are you able to attract God's mercy? Are you able to attract God's grace? Are you able to attract God's nature to, to, to be ignited in your daily lifestyle? Are you understanding? Do you understand that the realms whereby as a child of God, you don't need to speak for yourself, but the Holy Spirit speak on your behalf. That's where God is taking us. He wants to fill. 
our temple. Remember now, God no longer fills temples that are made by human hands. So you are the temple that we are talking about in the New Testament. You must understand the old to be able to receive the new. I want you get. So here, God filled the temple. He didn't fill man. He filled the temple because immediately when he filled the temple, man could, man could go to a point of understanding who he is as a God. The Bible says then they, 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 they kneeled on the pavement with their face to the ground and they worshiped and gave thanks to the Lord. I want you to understand something. Point number one on understanding the consuming fire. God, God as a consuming fire is not just about it's not it's not just about his judgment. I mean God as a consuming fire is not just about his judgment or discipline. It is also about his glory and majesty. I ought to get so when God comes, he does not come to to when the fire of the Lord comes, it does not come to judge. I ought to get it does not only come to judge or to discipline, but it also comes for you to be able to experience his nature. So what God is doing in this series, he's trying to revive. He's trying to reignite your faith again. He's trying to ignite your passion with him again. Because some of you have lost your, your, your first love with him. You no longer even experience his glory. After we preach here, you immediately go to other things and you forget what we spoke about. You cannot nurture and protect the way that God gives you. I hope you get. You you never even re, 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 think about what God is doing in this season with this series. What what is God teaching me? What what is God trying to show me? Because God is not also the God of uh, of of the past and the present. Also, is the God of the future. Number two, the fire of God brings about sanctification of holiness and righteousness. That is the fire of the Lord. I hope you get. The fire of God brings what about sanctification. Of holiness and righteousness. So when you come as a child of God, when the fire comes, comes to consume your na- it comes to consume your natural man, so that you can be able to resurrect your spiritual man. I want you get. So the fire comes to fill your temple. So you are the physical temple that God wants to fill. He does no longer want to fill the building. Before he fills the building, if I can put it that way, he wants to fill you up. With his fire. And when he fills you up, his fire brings about sanctification. You die from self and you awaken from the physical realm into the spiritual realm. Whereby you can enter in and go out in the spiritual realm and enter without any hindrance. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Bazalwan. And I hope you are learning. Number three, the glory of God is the manifestation of God's presence. The glory of God is the manifestation of God's presence. Remember when you talk about the, the fire, we are talking about God's glory. When you're talking about the fire, we are talking about God's majesty. When you're talking about the fire, we are talking about God's presence. That's what God wants you to understand. So that is the fire that we're talking about. The fire that comes to build. The fire that comes to uproot whatsoever that is of the enemy to come and plan what is of God. So the fire of God ignites in the fire of God ignite in us is the spirit of worship and gratitude. My mistake, there was a lot. Ne? The fire of God ignite in us the spirit of the spirit the spirit the spirit of our worship and gratitude. I ought to get. I make some error there. Ne? I hope you can understand what I'm saying. Ne? The fire of God ignites in us the spirit of worship and gratitude. So when the fire comes, it 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 it, it refocuses us to the one who is our provider. Amen. 
It refocuses us to the one who is our healer. It refocuses us to the one who is our, our protector. I hope you get Because when the door of the Lord comes, when the consuming fire comes, you no longer worry about the to- what, 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 what tomorrow holds for you. Because in him there's the fullness of Jesus Christ. I hope you are still with me. In him, there is the fullness of Christ. So the fire of God ignites the spirit of worship and gratitude in us. You begin to worship. You begin to give thanks. That's why you cannot stay in the presence of the Lord. You cannot see God and you don't start to see what he has been doing in your life. So the fire comes to open what are your eyes. You begin to, your eyes begin to open. You begin, you begin to go into a state whereby you no longer complain but you worship God. You no longer complain but you give thanks to the Lord. You have a cut of gratitude. Because the fire of the Lord comes to consume every doubt in you. That's the fire of the Lord. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Bazalat. It comes to consume every doubt, every discouragement. Because in this journey, you will have these things. But you need the fire of the Lord to be able to be revived. And how do you receive this fire of the Lord? By remaining in Him. And He will remain in you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. Abide in me and I will abide in you. And you will produce much more fruits. That's the fire of the Lord. Bazan, I hope you're still with me. Amen. So that is, the God, that is God's glory that we are talking about. The glory that comes and fills the temple. After we, after we praise him, after, after we sacrifice, after we, 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 we surrender our bodies as a living sacrifice, then there's this aroma of the fire that comes and clothes, and clothes us with his glory and majesty. I all together. So, so that's why you, 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 start people, you start to hear people say, you, you know, suddenly this lately you act in a different way. It's because there's a fire of God upon your life. There's what we call the anointing of God. There's what we call the oil of the Lord upon your life. Mm-hmm. Because now the fire of the Lord, it's refining you. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Listen to this. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. The glorious name. The glorious name. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. I ought to get given him what the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, because every knee shall bow in him on earth and under the earth, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I ought to get so it takes the fire of the Lord, it takes the glorious the glorious name that comes with the fire of the Lord, that comes with the majesty, the majesty of the Lord, that comes with the glory of the Lord, to be able to, to force everything around it, to bow to it. I'm going to remind you something. The Bible says, greater is he that lives in you than the one that lives in this world. So which means, when you carry Christ in you, you carry the name that caused everything around you to bow to you. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Bazalwa. When you care, the name of the Lord. Amen. Point number one, in, in, in his name, there is the fullness of God's majesty and glory. In his name, there is the fullness of God's majesty and glory. So when you, you, you carry just Christ as your Lord and Savior in your heart, the glory of the Lord, the majestic power of the Lord, it, 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 it operates in your life. I hold together. Whenever you enter, that's why sometimes you must not be shaken. Sometimes the fear that you feel is not the fear that is coming from you. It's the fear that is coming from the enemy. I hold together. Because the enemy is trying to project fear on you so that you don't walk in your authority. I hope I'm speaking to someone right now. 
Because God wants you to walk in your glory. God wants you to walk in his glory every day. God wants you to know that at the mention of his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Why? Because you carry him inside of you. Greater is he that lives inside of you than the one that lives outside of this world. I all together. So the fear that you feel sometimes is not the fear that's coming from you. It's the enemy trying to make you. Because when you entered, you were waking with confidence. Again, you knew who you were. And you entered a certain room that was, that, that, that was maybe filled with darkness. Or you entered an environment that was filled with darkness. So the enemy knows if you walk in your glory, then heaven enters. Because wherever you go, heaven accompanies you. Wherever you go, heaven comes with you. The Bible says, so wherever you go, the Lord shall be with you. That is the glory of the Lord. So wherever you go, you carry the glory of the Lord. Point number two, when we prophesy the name of Jesus Christ, we are provoking angelic intervention from heaven to intervene with, to intervene with earth affairs. Amen. So when we prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ, we are actually provoking the glory of the Lord. So the enemy doesn't want you to know that you have the glory of the Lord upon you. The enemy doesn't want you to know, to know that as when, at the moment when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord, the glory of the Lord was upon you. You are baptized by the Holy Spirit and by the fire of His majesty. I hope you good levels alone. Amen. So when you prophesy the name of Jesus Christ, when we prophesy the name of Jesus Christ, we are provoking angelic intervention from heaven to intervene with earth affairs. So as a child of God, when you know the authority that God has given you, you are not shaken. You don't like, you don't like the projection of the enemy to rule you, but you remain in the glory of the Lord. You remain unshaken. You remain unmoved. Mm-hmm. I all together. Because you know that you carry the glory of the Lord. The Bible says, touch not the anointed. Do no harm to my prophet. God was saying that I am a jealous God. He is a, a jealous God, a consuming fire. Do you know that you belong to him? Mm-hmm. Do you know that, that you are the property of the kingdom of God? So we are in the, this season where but God wants us to occupy without fearing. So as you are working with us in this season, you cannot be a person whereby you doubt the God that we serve. I hold you here. Because we don't want to see you now deviating. Because there will be oppositions. We'll have to face some Goliath. I hold you here. But as we face some Goliath, we must understand that who are you, Philistine, uncircumcised Philistine, to come against the word of the Lord? I hold you here. So God is raising such men and women. All those, or all those who are ready to walk in the glory of the Lord. I hold you here. So there's this Shakana glory that God is taking us to. But he wants us to be confident that even though the storm comes, come on, I will raise up the standard, Mazalot. Because my glory, my glory will take you from glory to glory. That's God's glory, Mazalot. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Yes. And all those things are and listen to and all those things are bent away when you see God in all of his majesty. I ought to get all those things that 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 hinder us. All those things happen away when you see God in all His majesty. When you understand the power of God, all those things that has been hindering you. I think you have provoked the vision of God. You have provoked, you have provoked the, 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 the majestic power of the Lord of God. So all those things are bent away when you see God in all in all of His majesty. 
whatsoever that has been hindering you, all those things that have been that has, that has been hindering you, they have to bow down to the name of Jesus Christ, I hope you good, They have to bow down in heaven and on earth, under the earth. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I want you to hear that, to the glory of God the Father. So now here comes the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who comes to give Himself not for His own glory, but to the glory of the Father. So as we move in this glorious name, we don't move in this glorious name with pride. Mm. I hope you get. We move in this glorious name knowing that the strength that we have, the bonus that we have, the courage that we have, the resources that we have, the provisions that we have, we have it because of the glory of God that is in our life. We understand that we need Him more than He needs us. We understand that He loved us first before we had to love Him. Then when we go to that point, all these things are bent away when we see God in all his majesty. So we are no longer moved by our accounts. We are no longer moved by our status. We are no longer moved by our achievements because those things are meaningless without God in our life, without the glory of God in our life. We don't seek God to benefit. We seek God to experience him. If you are still in the process of, Lord, I seek you because I want you to better my situation. You have not yet understood the point, the important factor of worshipping God. So we worship God so that he can feel us. So that we can, we, 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 you must understand something. When you, God feels you, all these resources that you want, you no longer seek them, they seek you. So the main important thing is to seek the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be given unto you. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be given unto you. So God wants us to seek his presence. Remember the, the, the fire of the Lord is God's presence. God wants to seek his glory. God wants us to seek his face as Moses did. God, God wants us to be hungry and thirsty. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6. God wants us to understand this glorious name that he has for us. The name of Jesus Christ. It is a glorious Name. I hope you good, God's manifestation, Basalon. God wants you to walk with angels, Basalon. He wants you to feel angels in your room. He wants you to experience heaven. He wants you to understand that you're a spirit being. You're called to be a spirit being. That you must not, you must not, you, you must not fear to walk in the spiritual realm. Some of you, you hear the sermon today, but after that, you move. Towards the world, you move to your secular music. You you can't sustain what the Lord has given you. You can't fight and say, Lord, I want to sustain this oil. This little oil that you've given me today, I want to sustain it. I want to it to multiply. What you do, you go, you receive your word, and you hide it. You become like a lazy servant who has given the gift to 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 multiply, but he went and he hid his gift. So every time when you receive the word of the Lord, you must be hungry and say, Lord, multiply this word. Let this word be expanded. Let this word increase in me. Because the more we become like him, the more we attract air, the resource of this world. We no longer have to dig for gold in the deeper, from the deeper ground. Because now God is looking for us because we are God. <laughs> I hope you can. Let me not go there.
Let me, let, me, let me come back. I'll preach about that one day. Psalms 104 verse 1. Bless the Lord. Listen to that. Oh my soul. Oh Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. Mm. I want you to get it. God wants you to understand that it is... Listen to this. This David saying, bless the Lord, oh my soul. David is a spirit man telling his soul to bless the Lord. David is telling his soul to do what? To bless the Lord. Why? Because he understands there is a warfare between the spirit man and the soul and the body. So he's commanding the soul, hey, bless the Lord. Oh my soul, oh, oh Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. So God wants you to understand that he, 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 he is clothed with splendor and majesty. When we come to a Sunday service, we must come with humble hearts. We must come with hearts that are trembling and fearful because we come to the Lord of God. We don't come to God's, God's throne with a casual mind, Bazalwani. We come, we, we come with God's, we come with God, we come to God's throne and grace with a heart that is that is that is ready to receive from the Lord, with the heart that is ready to be rebuked, because He is a fearful God. We come to God with a heart that is ready to repent. We don't just come to God with a casual mind, Bazalwan. It's not just a Sunday thing. Are you all together? It's a part whereby you say, Lord, I'm cared because I want to hear from you. Listen to this. Point number one from God's, from God's manifestation. When God shows up, His glory consumes everything around Him. Greater is He that lives in you than the one that lives in this world. When God shows up, His glory consumes everything around Him. So when you carry the glory of the Lord, God wants you to understand that you carry His glory. The kingdom of God is within you. I all together. But one thing that you must understand also that God cannot dwell in an unclean vessel. God wants to crucify you. God wants to burn everything that may hinder the Holy Spirit to function inside of you. Because there are things that the Holy Spirit cannot do until you let go of your Lord. Until you are ready to let go of certain um, environment that has been keeping you from knowing Him. I hold together. So when God shows up, when God fills you with His Spirit, when God fills the temple, for you are a temple, everything around you has to bow down, Mazalon. Everything that has been hindering you, every enchantment, every evil spell, every evil soul tire, no matter what, if you remain in Him, Step by step, surely, surely the Lord will deliver you. If you remain stubborn, your prosperity will come and you will enjoy it in peace. Because you will not have many hands that are wicked that will come to steal from you. Because some of us, you must understand something. We say, the Lord bless my soul, but you are still entangled with the things of the Lord, of, the, of, this, of this earth. And you wonder why the blessing that the Lord brought to you, it disappeared immediately when you got it. Because those who, those who you were attached to, they came and they stole from you. So you can't even sustain the blessings of the Lord. I hope Langudla was alone. Point number two, when he shows up, nothing else can stand in his presence. Even you. Remember what remember what we read from the from, from the first verse? And they they, they, they they kneel down and they worship him as alone. So nothing when he shows up, anything wanna anything that has been holding your things has to let them go. 
Even you, you can't, you can't help yourself, but you say, Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you that I'm alive. When he shows up, nothing else can stand in his presence. Everything must bow down. Point number three, the overwhelming majesty of God will cause you to bow, whether you like it or not, but alive. If you really say, I seek the Lord, you can never remain in him and your, your, your stubborn demons remain with you. They need to let go of you, Bazalai. I hold you here. Ancestral altars, they need to let go of you. When you say, I want to remain stubborn. I know I've been going through this. I know I've been experiencing this. But Lord, I trust in your consuming fire. I hold you here. Because your overwhelming majesty of God will cause you to bow whether you like it or not. I hold you again. You will bow yourself. And even those who are around you, who've been wishing you bad, they will be amazed and tell and say to you, "Tell us this God that you're worshiping," because at the moment it may seem like the God that you're worshiping is not manifest, is is not matching what your speech was about. But immediately at the right time, the Lord will cause whatsoever that has been hindering you to bow down. I all together. This is why God is a consuming fire. This is why God is a consuming. Fire. He comes to consume every addiction. I can tell John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory and glory as to the only begotten from only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. And the word became what? Flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory. And glory as and glory as the only only begotten and Sorry, and glory as the of glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. So we get to understand that when we understand the glorious name as we have spoken, eh? you get to understand and experience the glory of the Lord. I hope you get so your flesh. The word became what? Flesh. So God wants your flesh to become the word. When you talk about the word, we are talking about the spirit, Bazalot. We are talking about the sword of the spirit. God wants you to be the word. God wants you to, to, to his nature to manifest in you. Whereby when you speak, you can't help yourself, but to advise people from the foundation of the kingdom of God. So God wants his glory to manifest in your life daily, not only today. And not only yesterday, but daily, and not only tomorrow. He doesn't want it to be a once thing. He wants it to be a daily thing. Give us this daily bread. Give us this daily bread. I hope you get So when we give you this devotion, so we are saying, hey, ignite the manifestation of God's glory. So this glory of God, it comes to do what? It comes to consume the sins of God in your life. I hope you learned a lot. Amen. Amen. God's glory. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. And he is the radiance of his glory. The extent representation of his nature. Upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sins. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. God's nature was alone. God's, God's, God's what? Manifestation and God's nature. I all together. So when he had made purification of sins, I all together. So God 
wants you under wants you to understand something that as he counts with his fire as he comes with his nature remember the nature of god it represents also the fire of god it represents also the glory of the lord i hold together so when god comes to purify us of our sins eh, he comes to do what he comes to make sure that what we, we what the the old nature man that we used to have it is dealt with so that we can experience the new man. That's why the apostle Paul says, "What for? I have, I am a new creation. The old man has, the old man has passed away, and the new man has come." I hope you get. So, just Christ had to deal with the older man, so that he can be able to resurrect the new man. I hope you get. Just Christ had to deal with the older man. Hope long good he is the radiance of his glory, the extent representation of his nature, and upholds all things by the word of his power. Upholds all things by the word of his power. And when he had purified our sins, if I can add that, he said that at the right hand of the majesty on high. So God wants us to understand something, that in God's presence there is no room for sin, self-righteousness, and pride. In God's room, there's no what? There's no, in God's presence, I mean, there is no room for sin, self-righteousness, and pride. So when you continue to seek God, when you continue to stay in his presence, the Lord will consume us soever that has been hindering you to a fellowship with him. Number two, in God's presence, there is no sickness, disease, and infirmity. When we come to fellowship, when we come into the shelter of the Lord, God begins to heal people. When you are hearing this sermon, when you are hearing this word, when you decide to sit under a word, God comes with his glory. God comes with his presence. God comes with his fire to come and heal every sickness in your body. All you, you need to do, you need to receive. Sometimes even he heals you from sickness that you, you, didn't, you didn't even know that they were, they were there. He consumes them. Because when you are in his presence, there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no infirmity. Number three, in God's presence, there's no bondage, stagnation, and limitations. So when you sit under the word of the Lord, when you share the word of the Lord, the Holy Spirit begins to dismantle any bondage, every stagnation, every limitation. That's why you end up having this point whereby you can experience the acceleration of the Lord. That's why we call it favor. That's why we call it grace. So in God's presence, there is authority, dominion, and power. I want you to get it. So that is God's glory. That's why God tells Moses, take out of your stick. Take off your sandals for the ground that you are in is holy, Bazalwan. I hold you again. So when you come into the shelter of the Lord, when you come into the house of the Lord, you must know that I'm coming to a holy place to meet a holy God. I hope I'm good, Bazalwan. So in God's presence, there is no room for sin, self-righteousness, or pride. In God's presence, there is no sickness, disease, and infirmity. In God's presence, there is no bondage, stagnation, or limitation. In God's presence, there is no... In God's presence... God's presence, there is authority, dominion, and power. So every time when we meet God, impasse in you his power, his dominion, and his authority. When, every time when you come, God ignites your faith to be able to represent him well. Now you begin to carry God's nature because that's what God wants you to carry. You no longer carry the nature of your mentors. You no longer carry the nature of your pastors. You, never, you no longer carry the nature of your sisters. You carry the nature of God. His true identity that he has designed for you. Because God wants to use you as an individual to bring people into his kingdom. I hold you again. So by doing so, he makes sure that he deals with every sickness and disease that will affect his purpose in your life. 
Do you know that God's, do you know that your body is very important to God? Do you know that? Do you know that your mind is very important to God? Do you know that your mind is very important to God? Because everything that belongs to you, it belongs to God. And when you know that now God's nature can manifest in your life. Because God wants you to understand something. When you carry his nature, now you are a Christ ambassador. And when you are a Christ ambassador, you represent him. And when you represent him, he will make sure that no sin, no self-righteousness, no pride can operate in your life. So that you can represent him in truth and in spirit. I hope Nanguta was alone. I hope I'm good. I hope you can hear me. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. For God who said light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Listen to that. For God who said let's, let's, let, let, light shine out of darkness is the same God. You remember that God from Genesis who said let it be light and there was light. I all together. The, 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 the God who said, let it be light. The God who said, let it be, let water separate from the earth and let the ground manifest. is the same God. That's what Paul is saying. He, he, he takes us back to Genesis. He says, for, for, for God who said, let, sh- let light shine out of darkness. is the same God. Because the Bible tells us the, the earth was full of darkness. Okay? So the same God who told light to shine out. Out of darkness is the same God. Amen? Who shone his light in our hearts is the same God. The same light that we are talking about is Jesus Christ himself. Coming to do what? Redeeming us from the darkness of this world. Coming to renew our minds with the knowledge of God so that we may be able to experience the glory of the Lord. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So the same God who came and said, let it be light, is the same God who comes with the true light. And this light is our Lord Jesus Christ. I all together. Now he comes to, to, to give us a knowledge of his kingdom and say, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. So that the light of the knowledge of, of, of the glory of God in the face of Christ can shine in our hearts. Because without the knowledge of the Lord, without the light, we cannot perceive the kingdom of God. So the same God comes with, with the, the true light. The true light is Jesus Christ, who comes and dwells in our heart and shines as a lampstand to bring light into our life. Where there is darkness, he will bring light. So this light also, we talk, when you talk about light, we are talking about the glory of the Lord. Because Jesus Christ is the glory of the Lord. Just because it's the hope of, of the glory. So I hope Langudle was alone. You see this glory that God wants you to walk with and walk in and walk through it. For God who said light shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory. To give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. So when we see the face of Christ, we see God. They ask him, will, be, will, will we be able to see the Father? And just Christ replies, and whoever has seen me has seen the, the Father. I hold you get. So every time when you seek him, you will see the Father. Every time when you understand who he is, you have seen the Father. Because the Bible says no man has seen the Father. Because every man who sees the Father never comes back. I hold you get. Because even Jesus Christ says, no man knows when 
the father will send the son back. Even I, I don't know. Only the father knows. So those are the mysteries of the glory of the Lord. I hope you are learning, Bazalot. That is the glory that the Lord wants you to have. Yeah. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Listen to this. Please pay attention. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. Listen to them. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. So you need to die with him to be able to express his glory. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. So you need to die. I hold together from self to express God's glory. I hold together. You need to die from self. So which means you need to be clothed with his righteousness. You need to lose your life. Because the Bible says, whoever tries to gain his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will gain it. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. So God has this newness life that he has for us. But he requires us also to die with Christ. So that we may experience this glory. We must die with Christ so that also we may resurrect with him. Listen to this, point number one. God is a consuming fire because he comes to burn away the things that harm you. God is a consuming fire because he comes to burn away the things that harm you. The things that makes you to be afraid from dying from self. I hold together. He is a consuming fire. Point number two. The things that prevent you from being what he wants you to be. The things that prevent you to be, to receive this newness life. Romans chapter 6 verse 4. The last statement there. So we too might walk in the newness of life. So we too might walk in royalty. Come on somebody. So that we too may express him. I owe to you. That we too may, may be able to understand the afflictions of his soul. Amen. I owe to you. The things that prevent you from being what he wants you to be. So this fire comes to refine you. The refining fire on this point. Refining fire. So God's nature comes. God's manifestation comes. Then God's nature comes. Then now this refining fire comes. Because now when you have the nature of God, now God begins to refine you. The fire comes to mold you into the image of Christ. Because you were operating in the world. Remember the word of God tells us that when we were conceived by our mother, I get from our when we are conceived from our mother's womb, we are conceived from a state of sin. That when we are born again, now we are born anew in Christ. The old has gone and the, the new has come. So when you come into the kingdom of God, now God must consume the flesh. Remember the flesh may act out the way it used to act. I hold together. If you used to be a person who hate people, you may sometimes start to hate people. I hold together. That's why it takes time for deliverance. And for you to receive your deliverance, you must stay in the word of the Lord. If you've been operating with the spirit of witchcraft and you are not aware, because within the lineage of your ancestors, there was a witch there. Which means when you come into alignment with the word of God, you must understand that now the fire of God comes to mold you into the image of Christ. So you no longer are going to be in the position where you curse people, but you are not, now you are in the position where you bless people. 
Because God is merging you into the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. Number four, it may not feel good in the moment, but when you go through the fire, you will come out better and glorious. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. You will come better and glorious. Why? Because God is dealing with your heart. God is dealing with your wicked heart. Mazalwa. He's, he's, he's transforming you into the, to the image of God so that you can experience and glorify Him. I ought to get Because God can only be attracted to Himself. First Peter chapter second Peter chapter one verse. I mean second Peter chapter one verse seventeen. For when we receive honor and glory, listen to that. For when we receive honor and glory from the, from God the Father, such an utterance as he, this was made to him by the majesty of glory. I hold together. Ne? When we receive what? Honor and glory. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Can I remind you something? As he is, we are, Bazalwan. So if God is calling our Lord Jesus Christ a beloved son, which means we are beloved sons and daughters, heirs, heir of the kingdom of God, I hold together. So the blessing of Abraham belongs to us. For when he received honor and glory from the God, from God the Father, such as utterance as this was made to him by the majestic glory. This is my beloved son whom I am well pleased. So when we receive Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, such an utterance as this was made to us by the majestic glory. I hope you hear what I'm saying. I want to get emphasis added. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, such as such an utterance as this was made to us by the majestic glory. So that we can be called the beloved daughters and sons whom are well pleased towards the Lord. Amen. I hold together. So we must bow to the point whereby we are not shaken. Because as we continue to speak the word of the Lord, the God is walking the ground. The God is this God, God is dismantled with his angels. He's, pace, he's pacing down. Walls are being broken, Mazalwani. As the enemy trying to push us back, but when we become resistance and we say, we're going to stick with this, the Lord of the Lord begins to push back the enemy. I hope Lord was alone. Amen. I'm going to close with this. Colossians chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 27. To whom God will, well to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Do you hear that? To whom God will, will to make known that is the riches of the glory of his majesty, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ in you is the hope of glory. So God's glory already dwells in you. That's what the Lord wants you to understand through this message today. That the presence of the Lord, which is the fire of the Lord, dwells in you. The majestic power dwells in, in you. That Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So when Christ is in you, the hope of glory, you cannot be in a point whereby your hope is going to be disappointed. Because you carry the hope that cannot be disappointed. Or you carry the hope that can never disappoint you. Because Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Christ in you. The hope of glory. The one that has been made known. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. But we all with unveiling face behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. But we all with unveiling face behold as in a mirror 
the glory of the Lord are being transformed. I want you to catch that. Are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory as from the Lord and the Spirit. So every time when you walk with God, you are being transformed from the glory to glory. You may experience challenges, Bazalwani. But in the spiritual realm, when you stick in your faith and you become stubborn in your faith, I'm telling you, you are not remaining the same. You are not. Because there is the word of God. This is but we all with unveiling face, beholding as in the mirror the glory of the Lord. We are beholding it. We refuse to let it go. And we're going to do, the, the Bible says what? And are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. Just as from the Lord and the Spirit. So when we remain in him, there's no way that we are not going to be transformed like here. Are you all together? There's no way. So the aim is to focus on Jesus Christ. Yes, you must understand the devices of the enemy unless he takes advantage of you. But the more important thing is to know Jesus Christ than, than, than knowing how the enemy operates. It's knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because in him we are transformed from glory to glory. It's to feed your weight. I ought to hear it to feed your spirit man with your word of God. I hope I'm good. So this is the message that I want you, these are the two verses that, that, I, that I really want you to run with in this week as it's come. To remember that we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. Just as from the Lord and the Spirit. Because we are beholding this word. We are refusing to let go of this word. We choose to live in this word. No matter how the enemy, what, no matter how the enemy may throw us in the pit, but we refuse to, 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 to bow down, like Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, we refuse to bow down. Like Daniel, we refuse to bow down. No matter how um, 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 our finances may be, we refuse to bow down, because we carry the glory of the Lord. Do you hear what I'm saying, Mazalon? We carry the glory of the Lord. So God wants you to understand today that you carry His glory. Do not be shaken. Do not be moved. We're gonna go to our, we're gonna go to our, our, our prayers. And I want us to pray wherever you go. Please, with obedience, stand up. Hallelujah. So, I want us to pray, Bazalwani. And as we're going to pray, I want to really to understand. We're gonna go through these three prayer points. But I want you to understand something that God's glory and majesty comes to transform us into the likeness of God in Christ Jesus. I all together. God's glory and majesty comes to transform us into the likeness of God in Christ Jesus. It comes to consume us, whoever that's trying to oppress us from walking in our true nature that God has called us to walk in. Because we go from glory to glory. We go from glory to glory. Are we ready to pray, Bazalwani? Just five seconds. Pray from the deepest heart, Bazalwani. And just ask the Lord to really walk in your heart. Say, Abba Father, you're going to just pray like this. Abba Father, thank you for your glory and your majesty in, in majesty in Christ for my life. In Jesus' name. And you're going to say, Holy Spirit, help me to stay in the shelter of my Father's glory. In Jesus' name. And you're going to say, Holy Spirit, help me to acknowledge the name of Jesus Christ in all areas of my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us begin to pray. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your grace, for your mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Abba Father, thank you for your glory and majesty in Christ for my life, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, help me to stay in the shelter of my Father's glory, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, help me to acknowledge the name of Jesus Christ in all areas 
of my life in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for having me, having, having all of me in the name of Jesus. Christ. Thank you for having all of your children. Thank you for blessing them, Holy Spirit. Thank you for consuming everything that may try to steal this word from them. Holy Spirit, may they know that they carry your glory inside of them in the name of Jesus. Christ. May they be able to experience your glory in the name of Jesus. Christ. May you take them from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Christ. Today, Holy Spirit, I ask Holy Spirit, may they receive your glory from the top of their head and to the sole of their feet in the name of Jesus. May you consume every demonic force that is hindering them to walk in the glory that you have meant for them in the name of Jesus. They shall not be shaken like Shadrach and Meshach and, and Abednego. They shall not be shaken like Daniel. They shall not be shaken like, Dan, like Joseph in the name of Jesus because by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for your glory and your majesty that comes to transform us into the, in, into the image of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. The transforming power that takes us from glory to glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ right there? Come on. Come on. Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith that you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email, give directly into our PayPal link, or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.